0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to season two episode one of Backstage at Plathouse, the Performing Arts in the Pandemic series. I'm your host, Jaden Klubeck. This episode was recorded at 224 uh, pm. Eastern on April 1st, 2021, uh, and we're not fooling you today. No, it's April Fool's Day. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. And I'm recording this podcast from Laguna Beach, California uh, at home. Uh, Some quick background on the podcast for new listeners tuning in. So Backstage at Platt House is a podcast run by the Platt Student Performing Arts House at the University of Pennsylvania. During season one, Penn students interviewed Philadelphia-based alumni about their performing arts experiences. I loved listening to this podcast last year. I was a big fan. Uh, I loved listening every week uh, when I was uh, uh, cooped up in my house. So um, one day, I asked Plathouse if I could host during season one. Uh, So I appeared on an episode with alumnus Paul Richards. Um, We had a great conversation, and now I'm excited to be hosting for season two. Today, we'll be introducing what we have in store for season two, which uh, we're entitling The Performing Arts in the Pandemic. A little more about me before I share more about the season. So again, my name is Jaden. My pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a junior at the University of Pennsylvania, studying psychology and minoring in political science. In the performing arts community, I'm the current chair of Stimulus Children's Theater. I'm a member of the Theater Arts Council, also known as TACI, and I'm the founder of the Performing Arts in the Pandemic Project. I'm really excited to be here today, and let me tell you more about what this project is all about. So the Performing Arts in the Pandemic project is meant to be an avenue for members of the Penn Performing Arts community to record their experiences in order to reflect, to remember, and to celebrate the resilience of this community. Recording this podcast is just one way we're going to record our experiences. Partnering with Plathouse, House, I will be collecting submissions for a historical archive that hopefully will become uh, a physical installation so that future members of our community are able to remember what we went through together. When I say what we went through, uh, if you're listening to this uh, far into the future, uh, <laughs> the, the past year, the, um, the world, the planet Earth has been uh, going through uh, a global pandemic uh, of what has been called a coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. It has caused us to uh, quarantine in our homes uh, at one point last year uh, when the outbreak first came to the United States uh, in March of 2020. It caused a lot of challenges. Uh, We've had to rethink every aspect of our lives because our, our lives were essentially turned upside down. And throughout the past year, a lot of people have had to rethink what the performing arts meant and what we can do. In this in this time that's one reason why this project is happening that's the purpose of this project is to give our listeners both in the present in 2021 and in the future whenever you're listening to this recording a glimpse of what penn students faculty members and staff what were our life experiences in this time as well as how did we cope uh And how did we rethink the performing arts? So I hope you'll join me on this journey, both here in the podcast, as well as uh, making submissions to the historical archive. If you're interested in making a digital submission, uh, we're going to hopefully do physical submissions at some point in the future. Then please email us at backstage at platthouse at gmail.com. So that's backstage at which is A-T, not the at symbol, plathouse at gmail.com. Uh, so a little preview about what's to come for this season. So this season, uh, we're planning on talking to students, staff, and artists in between to make sense of what the performing arts has been like since the pandemic hit um, early in uh, the year 2020. Uh, it's been about a year since then. And of course, we're still looking for people to be a part of this podcast season since this is our introductory episode. So if you're interested, please email us at backstage at plathouse at gmail.com. We look forward uh, to hearing from you. All right. So to kind of kick off the podcast, before uh, we invite some wonderful guests, I'd like to just tell you a little bit about my story of what the performing arts in the pandemic has meant to me and how it's led me to make this project a reality. So a little over a year ago today, in early March, 2020, uh, I was in a rehearsal for a musical called A Year with Frog and Toad with Stimulus Children's Theatre Company. At the time, I heard little things here and there about the coronavirus, yet I did not think that um, it would significantly impact, Uh, my life, uh, nor the life of my friends and family. Um, I thought it was just kind of going to blow over like another kind of virus. Like if um, I remember like 2015, there was, I think Ebola and thought like, oh, there will be like a few cases here and there, but it won't significantly impact our lives. And then um, I remember in that rehearsal I was in, one of my friends, um, Hannah Lautenberg, who was uh, choreographing for, for Frog and Toad, uh, expressed concern to me about about how this virus may may make it so that some of our shows that spring w- were not going to be able to happen, and I kind of you know dismissed it. I was like, ah, we'll be fine. And then uh, we all went on spring break, and then the news just got progressively more weird. <laughs> I think that's the best way of putting it. We were we were informed by Penn, the University of Pennsylvania, on March eleventh. 2020 that uh, we were not going to be returning to campus. We didn't know how long we were going to be in school online. To give context, we're uh, we're still uh, online at this moment uh, for school. So we've been studying virtually for uh, three semesters now. But at that time, we were we had no idea what was going to happen, and there was a scramble where uh, students were being. Told that they only had a few days to leave campus and to go home. Of course, not everyone could. Uh, So the university, as well as well, you could say the world, was in a state of crisis, and we were all scrambling to figure out what we were going to do. A lot of us, like me, were back home. So I was back home in California when I heard the news. I was I was in my brother's apartment at a nearby university when he and his roommates were also trying to understand what they were gonna do. So a lot of confusion and just uncertainty. If there's one one word to describe early, area, early era of the coronavirus that I'd want to give context, it's uncertainty. And we still live with that uncertainty today, just a little less of it. So of course, after I heard the news about us not returning to campus after spring break, in 20, March 2020. I remember a, a group chat for Frog and Toad for the show I was in. Uh, people were saying, oh, well, that's it. The show's over. And I remember I was in a state of denial. I didn't know what to do. Um, I wasn't sure about how uh, it was going to going to, I guess, all roll out. I was like, oh, let's wait to hear what the Performing Arts Executive Council, what they'll say about this. And uh, because I was, I was evidently I was in a state of denial, uh, and so I drove home that day, uh, and then over the next few days, of, of course, I was just at home, uh, and then I heard about this thing called a quarantine bake off, which is where you write a play uh, in like 36 hours. So I wrote a play called Take Them All. It was a play about a bottle of hand sanitizer that's possessed by a spirit that courses three college students into taking all the hand sanitizer from a local Trader Joe's. I think just the chaotic nature of that story kind of describes the era pretty well as well. Of course, it's hyperbolized. But yeah, there was um, a lot of uncertainty and that led to a lot of frantic buying of things. And But that's besides the point. The overall gist of that early time was that we were all figuring out what we were going to do as we were going along and in those 2 months that we were in quarantine meaning we were in place in our homes rarely ever going outside uh except to get essentials like food we we had a lot of time to create a lot of um a lot of different things that we we probably wouldn't have created otherwise because we had so much time on our hands for instance Uh, backstage at Plathouse, was born last year during this time uh, around March or April 2020. And I I started listening to the podcast. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, I loved it. Uh, And then I tried to think of my own ways that I wanted to engage with the performing arts when we couldn't even see each other. Uh, Everything was done virtually. I'll highlight one major project uh kind of during the summer that really stuck out to me. So uh as I mentioned, I was on the board of Stimulus Children's Theater Company, and we decided we wanted to start a new initiative, a collaboration with the Annenberg Center for the for the performing arts at Penn to do something called Storytime with STEM, which that's kind of our our nickname for stimulus children's theater is Stim. And So, we decided to do live, uh, well, not live, uh, to do storytellings recorded of children's books, like illustrated children's books. We'd record ourselves reading them as if we were reading them to a group of kids at a school or in a library. Of course, we couldn't do that. We had to do it online. So, that's what we did. Uh, I'm really proud with what we were able to accomplish, kind of continuing on into the summer and into the fall. Uh, We initially thought uh, that uh, we were going to return to campus in the the fall of 2020. We were announced, uh, I think in June or early July, that we were going to return to campus. Yet, uh, in uh, mid-August, due to rising coronavirus cases, uh, Penn decided that we were going to be virtual for the fall. And that really threw a wrench into a lot of our plans uh, for the performing arts. So we had to pivot. We had to be very flexible. Uh, so for instance, for Stimulus Chodens Theater, we were planning on doing a fall musical. Then we switched gears and we decided to do a fully original student written play uh, that I actually helped write. Uh, I'm really grateful for the people who are on that writing team with me. And all of our shows, all of the things that we created were were virtual uh for the most part like uh, people who were able to do like one-on-one recordings of dances like they were able to pull that off but that's just one example we also had uh the performing arts council had their very first uh all virtual student performing arts night uh which i highly recommend lo- taking a look at if uh it's still available on uh house's youtube page it's truly a unique um presentation of uh, the performing arts uh, during a time when none of us could really be together. As I mentioned, I helped write a play that fall. Uh, I, I'm i an actor at heart, uh, so I love performing. Yeah, I just did not feel comfortable uh, performing virtually. I, I just uh, didn't. Um, I wanted to try something else, which is another pr- purpose of this podcast is to explore how people pivoted, how people have changed their outlook on, on the arts, as well as um, if they tried new things. So uh, one thing that I tried was writing a fully virtual play in four weeks with four other people. <laughs> and it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a sprint, but we got it done. Uh, it was a play called uh, Detention, a High School Mystery. Uh, it's on Stimulus Children's Theaters YouTube if you're interested in watching. And yeah, writing it was certainly a challenge. Um, yet we we got it done, and um, it was it was really fun going through the creative process of of writing a play um, and getting to know new people throughout the process. One of the biggest challenges that I faced during uh, the the fall of 2020, and even today in the spring of 2021 one year into this pandemic is engagement in the performing arts as well as the leader of a group. It's been a very challenging year in terms of uh, keeping people excited about the arts uh, because we're, we're in a state of transition and that transition change in general um, is scary and it's, it's hard. I noticed my, my own engagement with the performing arts has, uh, has, has waned quite a bit, which is, uh, which is really, really difficult. Yeah, the burnout is, is very real. And um, I, I think that we're, we're in this state of transition. We're trying to figure out how we can keep people engaged uh, and hopefully evolve as, as a community. And that's one reason why I wanted to start this project is to find a way to tell people's stories, to preserve them, to use the arts in a new way for historical preservation. So I really hope that this project um, has achieved that aim um, or will achieve that aim. So to kind of discuss some of the the arts interests that I was able to explore during the fall of 2020 and uh, up to the present moment uh, is... Besides playwriting, uh, I tried graphic design and working on a graphics crew. So I worked with uh, Penn Players on their fully virtual musical uh, of Tuck Everlasting. It was astounding production, and I'm really grateful I was able to work on the graphics team with Hannah Wang, class of 2022. And then uh, just recently, I worked um, on the Theater Arts Council's One Act Festival, and I kind of took that step to try graphic design, uh, which was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. I was able to um, have a creative vision and uh, my friend Becky, Becky Lee, was very helpful collaborator in that process. Uh, finally, to kind of close uh, the podcast, to talk about the history of this moment and how that I'm trying to integrate my, uh, my passion for history with uh, my interest in the performing arts. So the Performing Arts in the Pandemic project is really an extension of what I've been trying to do this last year as an individual, which is to try to record how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling about everything that's going on in the world. And so um, I remember in... um, March of last year of 2020, I, I tried to be very intentional about journaling about my experiences and I'm still journaling today and archiving things, taking pictures of grocery stores that are barren of food and parks that, are, that were closed um, during quarantine, as well as a bunch of other things, uh, stores being boarded up in Philadelphia uh, uh, during uh, uh, some protests last fall. Um, it's been a very tumultuous year, but a very historic one. And I think that change comes in times of disruption and change is the one constant. So I wanted to give members of our community the opportunity to share their, their thoughts, their feelings, just like me, to think of this podcast as a digital journal, one where people are able to share how they've been feeling this past year, to reflect, to heal, to connect, in a time when connection has been harder than ever. I hope that you'll join me on this journey this season as we meet a bunch of unique, interesting, amazing people. I hope, uh, whether you're listening to this in 2021 or sometime in the future, that it's both entertaining and beneficial in terms of uh, what you'll be listening to. So uh, with that, I'd like to thank you. Uh, this has been backstage at Platt House. We have more interviews on the way, so please be sure to subscribe and uh, share with your friends about this podcast. If you've got the time, uh, please give us a rating or review to help more Penn folks and performing arts folks find us. Finally, follow our pages on Facebook. So this is Platt Student Performing Arts House and UPEN Pack Shop. So that's P A C shop and on instagram at pen House and at pack shop 4100 i'm jaden klubeck and you could find me on facebook and on instagram at jaden j-a-d-e-n clue c-l-o-o our theme music is retro Climb by my talented friend peter lou thank you to sarah outing for recording this podcast and to amanda labonte for editing this episode and as always thank you for listening